Hi, this is Ben Kay, the Charlie FC groundsman on the Drunkard United Football Show. And you're with the gruesome twosome Sams. Goddamn right you are. Although he's gotten a uh, promotion since his shortly days. That's true, he has. Yeah. With Aki. Aki. Accrington Stanley. Yeah. Who's much. that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, yay, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, is the Danny Zuko of this show, Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Hey, what's up, man? You know. <laughs> I, don't know, up, I don't know how to act you, like that. Or you do some, welcome, do some welcome back Carter stuff. <laughs> hey, up your nose with a rubber hose, man. <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of finger guns involved in having this kind of hairstyle. <laughs> well, the only thing you're missing is now you are a reformed smoker, but you are missing the pack of cigarettes rolled into your T-shirt sleeve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're definitely... Old, the old soft pack, too, so you just pop one out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice and easy. <laughs> Love it. We're recording at DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Sure. Do, 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 do. New, breaking news when it feels uh-huh. like breaking. That's the first time in three weeks you didn't fuck that up. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, you can get in touch with us via many different mediums. Uh, at DU Football Show on all of the social medias. DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch old school via email. Visit the DU Drip Shack to get Hell all yeah. your sweet DU needs. The, the Bant's Bant pillow up yep. there in the background. Um, the couple, <clears throat> your betting percentage shirts. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. All of our Dort Spirect uh Range at some point we do have to get a Dort Spirec cup of losers, yeah. even though we do have the Actual. official. <laughs> <laughs> but but then of course it, that's all gone now. It's gone like a bad bad dream, oh, yeah. and now there's just the new nightmare for Newcastle. I want at least one of those signs to be hung up in the Newcastle Club Museum now. <laughs> it's gonna have to be. And then uh, our Patreon, obviously, patreon.com backslash do you football show, uh, where you can sign up to one tier and get all of our extra content, uh, which is Soundcheck, our pre-show, uh, and Injury Time, our preview show. <clears throat> and is that the first time you intentionally did that? What? Not added the WWW, you fucking boomer. Yes. <laughs> How about that? Breaking news when it feels like breaking. Also, everybody, when you get a chance, uh, go to our YouTube channel and uh, hit subscribe. For those of you who have not hit the subscribe button yet what you need to do is you get there and you'll notice that that number is really small and the number of people who listen to us is not that small so when you look at that number and you look at and you look at yourself and you go have i hit that subscribe button yet no i haven't 
I don't actually have to watch any of the videos. I just need to be subscribed. Yeah. That helps us. That would be a good thing. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe in your heart of hearts, give that a little, just, just a little touch. You walk, I go, dink, just like that. It's very hey, simple. Uh, hey, Sam. Yeah. You're right. Size does matter. <laughs> there we go. I like how he described the number's really small, and the amount of you that listen is. Not that small. <laughs> yeah. It's a big. It's not that small. I can't. I mean, don't want to deny everybody. You know what? It's a comfortable size. It fits into a comfort box perfectly. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. This one... We've got one lone glass for the three of us. Each of us have our own glass. And then we're going to have to switch to something because this one, very special. Yes. Uh, so last year when we did the entire Whiskey Advocate Top 20, we had a Larceny Barrel Proof. It was a different <clears throat> batch to the one that actually won number one uh, because we couldn't fucking find it anywhere. Um, but we found a Larceny Barrel Proof that was very close in both proof and flavor profile from everything that we read. Um, a friend of mine had that batch. The batch. So he gave us the last little Spitzworth he had left so we could do it on the show. Give him a shout out. It's uh, Christian, who is the manager at House of Liquors in Westminster, Maryland. I've met Christian before. Thank you very much. Uh, and Christian does not yeah. remember me. I did a uh, whistle pig dinner. Yes. With him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and this uh, was his personal bottle that he had. So he gave it to us so we could do this show. And uh, cheers, bud. I appreciate it. I would tell you how much it costs, but when you have super cool friends, it's fucking free. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it is. So it's the Batch um, B520, as I busted into the mic stand. Uh, it's 122.2 proof, so it's a biggin. So for our Patreon people who got to do the whiskey show, um, one of the kind of common threads for some of the people that weren't big weeder fans were like, Oh, it's dusty like a lot of weeders. This ain't got no dust to it. No. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. It's really good. Uh, the heat's not too overpronounced, even though it is a uh, a big boy. That whiskey makes 1,000% why it was number one. Yeah, big time. <clears throat> it's excellent. Yeah. The that batch is, we got was excellent. I batch don't find batch being... we got was very, very good. This is fucking stellar. Yeah. This is this is absolutely stellar. Mm delicious and uh on the uh, horizon everybody is the top 20 for 2021 has been released yep myself and mr graham are uh diligently working towards finishing that list we're almost about, halfway there. about halfway there there's a few things where there's a few where it's like this where it's a batch but it's not even just a batch it's like a one-off release and they yeah. aren't releasing it again like <laughs> There's one where it's a, a wood finish, right? And a then they finished wood fin barrel and then they finish, yeah. finish the second batch of it in a completely different barrel. So like you're not getting number one. Yeah, and number one was fucking released <clears throat> in January. Right. And is now gone. Right. Just gone. Now fortunately we we do have some friends and uh I know our, our boy uh Ken who listens to the show regularly and of course his his daughter uh, offers sage like advice to us as broadcasters which is very good unfortunately we ignore it cuz she tells us to not cuss so much and we still have continued to cuss as much as we want to but uh Ken is going to uh take care of us with that batch one 
Yes. From uh, from uh, the number two whiskey. Yep. Because so it'll be just like some. this one. We'll have a glass of it. <clears throat> right. To, so at least we get to try it. it. Yeah, so at least we get to try it. But uh, Be able to try it, say we did it, and review it for you all. Oh, uh, yeah. This this year's list is a little odd. A lot of weird a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Not, as, not as easy to knock out. A lot of stuff. Yeah. It's a much tougher list to work. In 2019 and 2020, the the beauty of what we, the why we chose that list is because it's accessible it's it's you yeah. can you it's that, can do that's it. what that list is supposed to be right it's right. supposed to be available shit they put fucking old fits 11 on it or, yeah that one come on which is funny one of the bottles we're probably going to be able to get our hands well, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but it's like all the shit but like every store gets two bottles of it tops yeah, you know it, what i mean precisely it's precisely one of those yeah. things and um and then fucking pip and tucker yeah <laughs> which <laughs> is like, great yeah we have 400 cases in stock. Hey, we got it. We that ain't a, going nowhere. Uh, uh, apparently, Where are you going? The, nowhere. The international contingent has spent a good deal of cash because they're not number 20 like they have been for the last four straight years. Right. They're number six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the oddball international one. I, I, it's, you know what? You know, I just figured it out. Where's it from? Isn't it Scandi? It's, it's Swedish. It's Swedish, yeah. It's got to be fucking Copites. Gotta be Copites. I want it to be owned so badly by Sven Goran Eriksson. <laughs> I want this to be what he drinks on his way to a threesome with two Thai women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, kids, let's have a great show. Very good. Nice love the Glen Cairn. The Glen Cairns always offer yeah. such a lovely little ding. It sounds so good. It right. would be good if I had my notes pulled up and ready to rock and roll and be a fucking professional for once. Remember to drink responsibly, everybody. That's a professional right there. I fucking love it. Um, top three all managed wins, but they all got help from the penalty spot. That's for sure. Chelsea three leads to Man City one, Wolverhampton nil, Liverpool one, Aston Villa nil. Um, for those who didn't know this, Chelsea and Leeds have a very historic rivalry. But it's another one of those weird rivalries. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That rivalry is fucking back. Oh, yeah. That game was feisty. It was fun to watch. It was feisty as shit. 24 fouls, seven yellow cards. Ended in a a fisticuffs. Yes. It was fucking great. It It was awesome. Love it. I guarantee you, Gekko and Lars were standing up out in front of their TVs, yelling and screaming as many fuck yous to the Chelsea uh, to, to Chelsea as they could 100%. as that game was over. 100%. Big time. Great atmosphere, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. The, the fans really were giving it to each other. Both sets of fans vocal. And you could see that on the field. It, it really drove the players and, and spurred them on to, to be pretty fucking wild. Didn't really expect all that with so many injuries through both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, that the quality of football that was on display was actually pretty fucking decent. Yeah. Wasn't bad at all. Um, good <clears> pressing um, from Alonzo allowed Mason Mount to score. And then Alonzo intercepted and put in a, a fucking brilliant cross. And um, uh, Mason Mount, it was, mm-hmm. just perfectly into the near post. I think Meslier, a couple saves he made after that were pretty fucking good too. I mm-hmm. think he may have been able to do better. But Mason Mount did strike it really hard. Right. Uh, even though it was a side-footed volley. He caught it clean, um, and it just flew into the back, and that was fantastic. Uh, soft penalty against Rafinha, in my opinion. Um, I was going to say... What uh, do you think? Alonzo. Um, you know, he tackles much like he drives, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. It's kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it may be a bit, um, you know, uh, intoxicated. I don't know. 
<laughs> Allegedly. That's tough. Uh, but yeah, so Jorginho got a goal on his return to the team, obviously. Mm. Uh, but Rafinha gave away that penalty. And then, as you say, Marcus Alonso gave away a penalty. Mm-hmm. Rafinha scored it, but he shouldn't have given up the first one, in my opinion. Yeah. I think this should have been a 2-2 draw. Um, and if he doesn't make that mistake, then would have been good to go. Yeah. <clears throat> well, but, but I also kind of wonder there, on, on the Rafinha one, I, how is it Hugo Lloris's fingertips barely touch a ball and swing through and hit a guy on his shin, but then in this one, we're like, Rafinha, like, he got, he definitely got man. So I could see why a penalty was called, but he got a fuck ton of ball. Like, yeah, he got a decent like, amount of ball, like, too. The ball was like between his legs when it was all said and done. It was like right. So. I think it was more the recklessness of the challenge. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I get you. Um, but as we're starting, but I'm to with s- you. I think it's kind of, as we're starting to see more and more penalties called, and as we're about to get into these next few matches with penalties, like, <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Really, like uh, the prob- some, the something tells is, me the patch on the front of the jersey got that call. Well, you know the, the the problem is is the referees are like I'm gonna give it, and then VAR will sort it out. Problem is the the standard is clear and obvious error. What would you have called Rafinha's tackle a foul <laughs> in the center circle? Maybe right. So is it a clear and obvious error? No. Well, and that's when we get into the next match. That's but, the clear. Yeah, and that was most of them. I mean, that, that Rudiger was, goes down in a heap for no fucking reason, which I, won Chelsea the second penalty. Quick, quick question for you, because Rudiger uh, thought he was a hard man. Yeah, a man of that physical stature. <laughs> yeah. Going, falling over that. I mean, this brings to mind Rob Holding's quote uh, when he's. <laughs> Uh, he tackled someone, I forget who it was, bumped him, it goes mm. down like crazy, and he turns to the referee and he goes, are you serious? He's built like a brick shit house. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. I can't knock him over. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Kind of like, come on. So these gutsy performances, while you want to make sure in a loss you don't go down with a whimper, right? Right. But in the same regards, at some point... You shouldn't go out with an all-out brawl either. <laughs> but Well, but also, Leeds, you got to get fucking points, man. Yeah. They're starting to get sucked into a relegation battle, They're I really... I mean, I think they're going to be full-blown in it, man. Um, I think they're safe. I think they are in the quote, the, the deadliest quote of all, too good to go down. But, yep. but God, they're just... They can't get out of their own way sometimes. Like, no, and it's a game that honestly, I mean, sh- sure, Chelsea had a lot of it. You expected Chelsea to have a lot of it. They're in the bridge. They're at the bridge. But again, yes, guys, lights do flicker from time to time. We don't all need to look up and go, oh, it's God, a ghost. God? It's a- is that you? <laughs> you remember Zoolander? <laughs> yeah. It was like, no, it's me, you idiot. <laughs> It's the ghost of Everton's pride. Oh, it's the, you don't have none. It's <laughs> it's the ghost. It's the ghost of fucking mute buttons, and you need to be fucking hitting it. Oh, <laughs> the, the ghost of good teams past. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, um, one would say that applies for you too, there, stud. So you might want to zip it. Let's go look at that table there. <laughs> the, um, let's go look at that trophy case too. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Been, been a little while for you. It doesn't matter. It's been longer for you, and we got more of them. Mm-hmm. The uh, Leeds is in fifteenth place. 
I believe we have a European trophy to our names. Okay, we've been in two finals. Ain't won it though, did ya? Ain't won it. All right, Leeds are in fifteenth on sixteen points with a minus eight goal differential. Um, the relegation zone begins with Burnley on eleven. So, two more games. Mm-hmm. Say Burnley figures out how to score a goal at some point ever, I mean, and just, just realize this. Fuck, and don't hit your, don't unmute yourself for this. <laughs> Fuck, she's got a couple of them, and you don't. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's it's very real. It's a very real concern. But you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. They can't get out of their own way. Patrick Bamford fucking came back. Was out for what two and a half months. Comes back, scores a goal, injures himself in the celebration. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Yep. What are you doing? It's like you know, winning a race and then turning around and punching yourself in the balls. <laughs> like, why would you do that? It's stupid. Oh. All right, so the next two... Honest, Gus Farratt headbutting the concrete wall. E- exactly. <laughs> uh, the next two, frankly, not that great of watches. No. City Wolves was boring. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's It was a lot of East-West. Um, th- well, that said, they did have 10 shots on Target City. Yeah. Um, but 71% possession. It was all one-way traffic. Uh, Wolves only had one shot on Target from two attempts. Um but it was an enjoyable watch for the one simple fact of Raul Jimenez's really ridiculous red card. <laughs> I laughed for about 25 minutes about this. What's what's funny about that is, yes, by letter of the law, he wasn't out of the way of the ball. The ball got kicked into him. That's a no, second. Didn't. He went for that. Yeah. But it's a second yellow card, right? It's yeah. a second yellow card. Immediately after, immediately after, he got a yellow card for the tackle. Right. That gave away that free right. kick. And then did that. So back-to-back yellows right away. How many free kicks do players stand in front of and lunge at in the Premier League? Oh, yeah. You see that not on a weekly basis, on a game-by-game basis. That happens in every... How many yellow cards do you get see handed out for that? Hardly any. But I little think, to none. So I think part of it is um I heard this point made on another show and I didn't really think about it that much during. Um but it was a lot like Remember the other day when when y'all played City a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I said your plan seemed to be chaos. Right. Just make it difficult for them. Right. Right. I think that was Wolves' plan too, but it was a little bit more controlled and it was more of what we used to experience at Soccer Dome. The old, quote-unquote, gamesmanship. Yeah. The holding on to the ball too long after you gave a foul away before you throw it back to the other Mm -hmm. team. It was just stalling and that kind of stuff. And it seemed to be working, but the referee was obviously becoming more and more annoyed about it. Right. Now, that being said, yes to the letter of the law, it is a yellow card. But the person we want to hear from the least is the referee. Right. And for him to make himself known in this game so unnecessarily... In a nil-nil game, you directly ex- yeah. impacted the match. And he's a he's a experienced referee. <clears throat> so you got... There's got to be something going on for that. Yeah. You know, he needs to just have a talking to. And then if he does it again and blatantly ignores you, fine, fuck it. That's his own problem. Right, But you, you know you just gave him the yellow. Right. So yeah. just pull him aside. Hey... Don't be a cunt. They're like, this is it. 
This yeah. is it. Like, you've gotten your last warning. Right. Like, if I turn around and you say something, I'm turning around with the second yellow in my hand. Exactly. Like, stop yeah. it. So, I mean, again, letter of the law, it was perfectly justified. I I would like to think that uh, uh, Mr. Jimenez had forgotten that he was not on international duty and it was not CONCACAF, where you can get away with that shit Anything. all you want. Yeah. Oh, diving, diving kick into somebody's chest? Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, Bite a guy? Go right ahead. And wolves did stand firm. Hey, I mean, titty twister? Go right, right ahead. ahead. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jose Saab really kept a minute, to be mm -hmm. honest. I mean, he made a couple of fantastic saves. City, you know, didn't have any real amazing opportunities. You know, uh, everything was fairly routine. But and, he did have to make one or two pretty decent saves. And then the penalty, which, it, by the way that it sounds, is that if he hadn't whistled that a penalty... VAR would have not found that to be clear and obvious. I would tend to agree. It hit his armpit. It was his armpit in his low. It was not his arm. Correct. Yeah, his arm was out of the way. It was it was elevated, but it very clearly hit him in the side. Yeah, it did not. It yeah, did. And from not everything hit his hand. I saw, and of course because of the way technology is and the frame by frame and everything else they have to do, is. <sighs> You can't really say that it didn't hit his arm because there wasn't a great angle from the TV. But the way in which it came off of his body made it physically impossible for it to have hit his arm. It's the World Cup final. Mm -hmm. It's either a goal kick or it's a handball. It clearly hit him and went out of bounds. It wasn't an intentional handball. Right. It should have been a corner. But you can't make that call. The call you're allowed to make is penalty or goal kick. Kick. And that's it. And you can't make it a goal kick because it very obviously went out on him. It hit him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's you have made it so that your option is black or white, even though the answer is really gray. Yep. And, but you can't do anything about it. And it's like a lot of things in this world, you know, just kind of makes you think <laughs> if, if, if that's John, what, St what? I, <laughs> I ask you this question, if that's John Stones or Ruben Diaz at the other end of the field. Is that a handball? No, I don't think it is. Yep. Detect a theme, my good man. Detect oh, yeah. a theme. The only person that would have gotten a penalty called on him is Harry Maguire because everybody likes to make him look like the dumbass he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person for a big club that would have gotten that call against him. Yeah, uh, the bigger problem for Wolves. Now, I know this is a game where you're trying not to... Um, really progress much action you're trying to cause some chaos and and slow down and stop city uh for the most part which they did but wolves can't score fucking goals man no let's let's face it the wang wasn't even inserted till late in the second half and the wang couldn't penetrate either i'm starting to think the wang thought he was fucking the sheets at the beginning Ah, you know what I'm yeah. And he hasn't really found his comfort box since Jimenez has been back. No, he has not. The Wang, the Wang came out quickly, and the Wang produced fast, and then the Wang went limp. <laughs> yeah, seems that way. <laughs> and as it gets colder in England over the next couple of weeks, I think there could be some shrinkage in production. <laughs> I was about to yell, "There's shrinkage." <laughs> There was Drake Edge. I love a good dick joke. <laughs> it never gets old. Ever. Stevie G returns home to Anfield. 
One say one might say Villa slipped up. No, no, no. <laughs> Villa did not slip up. Um, I could say the Referees following. Referees might have been a theme with some shithousery. Um, <laughs> I'm just shithousing right now. <laughs> Game plan was almost pitch was almost perfect. Yeah, it was. Twenty minutes. The first twenty, you're not getting in the net. Mm-hmm. The second twenty, you're not getting in the net. We're gonna see out the half. Then, just like we're just, yep. we are going to make this into small little battles, and we're gonna win those battles. And Villa did. They did. The only thing I would say is that they didn't manage a shot on target. Yeah. So at some point, you will. I I'm starting to not care for Leon Bailey at all. <clears throat> yeah. I'm starting to think he's a very poor man's uh, Terry Clampty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not exciting at all. Yeah, but he's <laughs> fast as fuck, and I get why you have him there. But he he's like Ardama Traore from three years ago. Right. The final product is trash. I would say they've <laughs> uh, someone very quietly that they've been missing because they have bought so many players you don't notice it. Bertrand Traore, who was great mm-hmm. for them last mm-hmm. year, yep, has been out uh, for quite a long period of time. Yeah, and, once he got his legs underneath yeah. of him, his his final ball was fantastic whether it be yeah. a pass or a shot yeah but this but leon bailey is like i said T- Tarek lamp you so many came back for brighton mm-hmm. you saw him produce immediately mm-hmm. whether or not those players finished off those chances was mm-hmm. a different story but you saw him produce immediately decent opportunities right i haven't seen fuck all from no. yeah other other from than the, other than the everton match where he had the two goals yeah it's been and horrible it. and yeah. I, I think he's flattering to deceive and it, it's just i his reputation is a lot bigger than the quality that I see. Here, here's a question for you: In the first half, both Monty and Robertson go down in the box to VAR checks. Both VAR checks rule that it is not a penalty. Where's the fucking yellow cards? Mm-hmm. Because because if it's not if if they instituted if they instituted the contact and it's and it's not a penalty. It's a dive it, and no, it's a yellow. No, if there was contact, it's not a dive. Well, no. If they remember the the, the way the written the rule written the rule is, they institute they they make the contact happen, which is what exactly in the case of Robertson, he went landed right into the guy and then fell to the ground. He ran into the guy to make it look like he was getting fouled. Oh, I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. And, I see what you're saying. And it, again, back at the start of the season, Richie gets one against Southampton. I said, "Hey, I am that was fine." A dive. I am fine with this, and um, and I don't disagree that he he bounced into the man and threw himself to the ground. I don't even think he touched him. No, he did. He bounced into the man and threw himself to the oh. ground because that was specifically what they brought up about the rule is is that the player going into the guy to create the okay. contact. Great. If that's the case, and you're going to give that yellow card to Richie, give that yellow card to everyone. Not seeing that being done to everyone. No, but they, I, now, they I've do, seen it done. I saw it done to Leon Bailey in a uh, they, in a match. I've do, seen it done to. I've seen it done to. You know what? I've seen it done to everyone that doesn't wear a big six jersey. They do. That's it, who I'm seeing it. They done do to. it all the time though. Mm-hmm. In every season, we get these. Oh, we're going to tighten up on this. Two seasons ago, it was shirt pulling off of corners. First four games of the season, they handed out eight yellow cards for it, and then. Right. No one ever got handed out a yellow card again. No yeah. penalties were given. But for the first eight games, there was five, six penalties, six, seven yellow cards, and then no one gave a shit anymore. Right, right. You know, they do that shit every year. They pick something, some nitpicky thing that they're going to do. They institute it whenever they feel like it, and then you never see it again. Yeah. I'll be I'll be the first to admit, too, it's very noticeable this weekend because of 
how many penalties favored certain teams. Mm -hmm. This where you're just like even you being one of those quote unquote big six clubs can look at that and just go, oh, this looks fishy. Uh, we all, <laughs> uh, we always talked about you know Fergie time and so just affecting yeah. the, all that little shit and yeah. how many penalties United used to get given under Sir Alex because the referees were scared of him. I think this was a bit of a penalty though. The one that actually got given, still okay. a little soft, but it, oh, it was soft as hell. But if it was in the middle of the field again, right. how many times we? And th this is the the thing. In certain games, is shit given? No, but if it was a foul in the middle of the field, it's still a foul in the box, right? Yeah. And the rules say it doesn't matter how hard it is. It the rules say that if you foul in the box, you get a pen against you. That's just how it goes. It sucks and it's unfair. Is that warranting of a one-on-one -on -one opportunity from 12 yards out when you can strike a ball at 75 miles an hour? No. It happens to everyone. It happens to all of us. David yeah. Luiz, the clearest example with the <coughs> red card and, and penalty. Yep. With the, the toe tap. Yep. It's just like, fuck are you doing, you well, know? But that's just that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, unfortunately. It, now, what what's what's very interesting here, and uh, Mel, I don't know if you want to expound upon this at all as well, is um, post match. <laughs> Stevie G <laughs> um, had his thoughts. Fucking love him. I know it pisses you off it's, how much I love that man. His thoughts were, man, I, Stevie G can get it for us. I, I don't mind I this fucking word he says. Though. This bit was kind of funny. He was like, it was like. This was a game of two penalties. Liverpool got their penalty. We did not get ours. Yes. Yep. And and also, that was a fucking penalty. Yeah, I think that was a penalty. <laughs> Allison too, went absolutely. right through the man. It was a fuck. That was more of a penalty than Salah's was. Mm -hmm. Like Salah's was a penalty, and it but it was soft. That was a fucking penalty. I think it was no as doubt. Well. Yeah. Liverpool Twitter came out in droves to go now. Now Stevie G, you're 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 an idol to us and all, but you know. You're, you're sounding like Mourinho. Settle down. They came out like the GOP came against uh, Elizabeth Dole. It's <laughs> 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 an old school reference. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was Cheney. I'm sorry. Elizabeth Cheney. Let me redo yeah. that joke. <laughs> Stop rewinding. Joel was, Joel was on my mind because uh, he passed away this weekend. Uh, Bob no, Dole. The way Liz, the way Liz <clears throat> Cheney. You know, God forbid she say anything bad, and this is the same thing. God forbid DVG say anything bad, even huh. though it's the truth. Yeah, all of them were like, you know, uh, Steve, that wasn't a penalty. You know it. You know it wasn't a penalty. No, no. And he did. He did exactly what any good manager should do: is go, mm -hmm. yeah, this is a match of two penalties. Liverpool got their penalty. We didn't get ours. Yeah. There's your, there's your game. And he was completely justified in fucking saying it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there, there wasn't a sideshow at all about him being there. Yeah. And no, returning, not, not quote, at unquote, all. home. Yeah, no, all not right. at all. Liverpool, let me just remind you. <laughs> to beat Aston Villa, you needed a soft penalty. Other than that, you couldn't score on us. Up the Villa. The other thing is to hear after the match all of Jurgen Klopp's praise for Stevie G and how he'll make a wonderful Liverpool manager one day. Did he really? <laughs> Hugely disrespectful to Aston Villa as a Fuck club and an, as an institution. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I wasn't completely like Klopp's veneers creep me out, but now I'm officially like anti-Klopp. I think it's you know what creeps me out more than the veneers, his his laser eye surgery. Is when you go so long seeing somebody with glasses. 
and you're so used to it. He had statement glasses. Well, yeah, they he has those thick. pretentious Werby Parker fucking glasses <laughs> yeah. that makes they you go, oh, brain. yeah, that guy's yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Right. Anyway, now he got laser eye surgery. don't wear glasses no more. That freaks me out more. That makes me weirder than the veneers. I'm kind of used to those. Also, um, Fabinho, not Fabinho, Firmino's veneers are 10 times brighter than Klopp's. Uh, but Klopp doesn't have veneers. It's Brendan Rodgers that has veneers. Klopp yes. absolutely has veneers. He has veneers. You Are think you so? kidding? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, but they're not that super like, bright white. It looks like they took those play teeth that go across a, across a page and so. just inserted into his mouth. They're all very disturbingly perfectly straight around the front and the bottom, and they're so big. Like, dentures. Maybe it's dentures. I think for, for, for me, those are bigger. His are bigger. <laughs> I have so many jokes. Oh. So, I've, so hold on. many. <laughs> I've got a joke right now that's uh -huh. only appropriate for injury times. So I'm going to write it down and tell it later. Okay, very good. i got so many jokes. I'm just, I'm, well, I'm on, I'm on live, so no, I'm not going to say it. No. The battle for European spots is heating up as one of the contestants chose to lick doorknobs instead of playing their match. Arsenal 3, Southampton 0, Man U 1, Norwich 0, West Ham 0, Burnley 0, Tottenham and Brighton couldn't be bothered because somebody got COVID. Yeah, um, so I was talking to Mark, and uh, he says that some uh, British uh, tabloids are reporting... Out of the 20 premiership teams, there are 42 active cases of COVID right now. Wow. I'm worried about there being a suspension, to be honest with you, <clears> with those kind of numbers. Could happen. Honestly, could happen. Yep. Uh, Tottenham's got 11 of those 42. Uh, that's the only reason why their games got postponed. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, uh, Arsenal Southampton. Um, Arsenal looked a little shaky at first. Yeah. Took a bit to get their, their feet underneath of them. Um, even though they controlled the ball for the most part, Southampton did cause them problems. Uh, but Ramsdale always seemed safe and confident, in my opinion. Never, mm -hmm. never really looked like scoring on us. Do you think a little bit of that rough start was the Abba in trouble with Arteta again, not the normal guy up top, just seemed a little... I don't know, because like... Lacazette seems to lead by example pretty damn well. I mean, he puts the work in, he's he's encouraging of the young boys, he's right. always, you know, clapping, yelling, talking to people. Um, so I don't know how much they missed Aubameyang. But also, but don't don't you think kind of the younger players are like, ooh, what'd he do, huh? Which that's enough to make you turn your head is enough to make you start the match a little, eh. It could be. Yeah. Um, but inconsistency, again, comes with youth, right? And that's just, that's just part of it. So once they got going and got their feet underneath of them, that was fine. And it looked like with that, that first goal, Arsenal were at full flow. It was a great team move all the way down the field. Um, and Saka put in for Lacazette and uh, picked him out really well with the pullback <clears throat> and a great finish from him. Uh, and a, a man who needed a goal after having a few a few uh, weeks on the sidelines. Yeah, agreed. Um, Odegaard, first ever header for a goal. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. A great cross from Tierney uh, uh, initially. And then... Um, it's a good problem to have right now. Odegaard and uh, mm -hmm. ESR both playing... Fucking fantastic! Both kind of the same position. Mm -hmm. It's a great fucking problem to have, man. Oh, absolutely, and great and, problem and you see to so, have. Something like this where ESRs had a knock in training, mm -hmm. and Odegaard can step in and bang, don't miss a beat. You know, 
Um, God, God forbid you're playing European football again. You're able to use one in Europe, one in absolutely. You're able to rotate. Like, yeah, that's a it's a very good problem to have, and they're both playing very very well right now. And then Gabriel with a towering header uh, in the second half. And what was really nice is something that Arsenal didn't do against Manchester United was kill the game off. Do you think they he could have managed top. to be on side for the first one so you could have scored four goals so I could hit my fucking bet? Do you think you could have managed to miss one post? Like, you hit two of them. One of them could have just missed the post and got in. Would have hit my fucking bet. Would have really appreciated that. All the opportunities in the world. Hey, Ramsdale makes another worldie. Could you just miss one? Miss one. All he needed was one. It was a throwaway goal. Wouldn't matter if it was four to one or three to one or four nothing. One more fucking goal. Sorry, buddy. Um, Fuck you. But they. Uh, it was. It was good. It's. It's what we failed to do on the last two occasions on Manchester United. You know, and 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 the game before that was kill that game off. Was have the opportunity to to put our noses in front and then continue to apply that pressure. They did that in this game. The first two goals were only about eight minutes apart, I think, something yeah. ar- ar- around there, which is which is great. Producer Mel, do you have something for us? Uh, yes, breaking news. Do, 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 do. Man United Brentford is postponed because of COVID. Ooh. Wow. Thank you, uh, DU subscriber David Geckel for that. Nicely uh, done, Geckel. Yeah, wild stuff. So there's a couple teams that have like four or five cases. Tottenham obviously is the the biggest one with mm-hmm. eleven. Um, so it's 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 wild. Hey, stuff uh, by right, the way, uh, right now. Sam Geckel heard the call. He heard, he heard himself being called out. <laughs> February Geckel will be here for a beer night with us on Ooh, the show. Yes, it's like I got you. I got you, bro. The bro Geckel. I'm going to be my own man. I got you. <laughs> so, yep. Brody came with beers. Gecko's like, I fuck come with beers. This I, I is, will, this is will, not a fucking problem. I will say this. I didn't just trust Gecko. I had to Google it to make sure. So. <laughs> oh. Well, that's a good producer. Look at our producer actually producing something for once. Um, I would have preferred it to just be wrong because it's funny. Because it's very funny. Turning to Southampton. Ralph in trouble? I think he should be. Yeah. It's starting to like really go bad. Like really, really bad. Follow up. Are the Saints in trouble? Yes. Yeah, I tend to think They're so. They're getting sucked into it also. I um, tend to think so. I mean, they've had some good wins. They've had some really good they had that really great run. They had a really shitty start with, with the Everton loss, but then really were gutting out draws, getting wins, doing good, and they've been on a bit of a slide lately, and this not good. Not good for them. They are tied with uh, leads on points, but have a two uh, goals worse off in goal differential. Um, so they, they have 16 points also with a minus 10, and that's good enough for five points clear of the relegation zone. But again, five points, that's within a two-game stretch, right? Mm-hmm. So one of those games is going to be against the team in 18th. Right. Right? So there's a six-pointer. You have three points there. Well, you got a six-pointer this weekend with uh, Burnley and Watford. So either Burnley's going to get themselves out of the zone or mm-hmm. Watford's going to get themselves in front of... The others. Yeah. Potentially. So, yeah, that's... This is where the schedule, all the schedule starts to make a lot of play. And it's not just what you do. Sure, you control your own destiny, but it's not just what you do. It's what the fucking people around you do, too. Yeah, and for how shit they've been, Newcastle are three points, uh, only three points away from being out of trouble, but they look like absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. This oh, we'll past get to weekend. The, we'll get to that uh, soon enough. And Norwich, who look better and their performances are better, 
um, are tied with Newcastle on points, but they have seven more goals against. Yeah, well, uh, that's they remember it was worse. It was ten. It was ten last week. But, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. you know, fucking what's face it went out and gave up a fucking four spot. So exactly, Newcastle gave up a four spot. Uh, go ahead and talk about Newcastle. Let's go ahead and get in. I mean, Norwich. Let's get into the next game. This was a battle of the keepers. This was two keepers on display. Yeah, but the game was shit. Oh, the game was absolute shit, but the keep... Cruel made a good 3-4 solid save. Absolutely. De Gea made 3-4 solid saves. I mean, some like... Oh, that's a gold saving save. Like, uh, woo. That's I a world disappointed eight. because two seasons ago, remember, Tim Cruel had the um, blinder saving two penalties against United in one game. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one had the opportunity to save a penalty to rescue his team a point and went the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo's a great penalty from Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. The strike was excellent. Um, no no keeper saving that. Uh, there's really not a ton to talk about this match, and I want to kind of keep the, the, the wheels turning. But it was another soft one, though. Here's my question. If that happens to Pookie at the other end of the pitch, is that a penalty? No. Exactly. I don't think so either. Yeah. It's not. It's not a fucking penalty. They wouldn't have called it. Partially because um, his name's Pookie. Uh, I, I appreciate our our, uh, our good friend, uh, Ryan Williams, from the uh, American Toffee Pod. Just put up a photo of uh, the Brentford-Everton uh, match with Solomon Rondon being undressed as his jersey's being pulled over top of his head. And right, like, right as the penalty got called for Ronaldo and just goes, just to remind you, this wasn't a penalty two weeks ago. Right. That's a penalty, but this is not a penalty. This <laughs> is a legal play. Yeah. Like, yeah, walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It's for damn sure. Too bad it said moo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still a lot of work to be done at United, man. Still a lot of fucking work yeah. to be done at United. But Norwich's work seems to be paying off. Um, Dean Smith seems to have them purring. Uh, they just need to put it together into one full cohesive performance. Again, this is this is Sheffield. They're going to lose a lot of games two to one. Where you're going to go? At least now they're going down with a fight, not with a whimper, which was what was happening with Farca. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, For sure. that's this. This is Dino's job is based off of what he does in the first ten matches in the championship. It has nothing to do with what he does right now. As long as they keep fighting and they lose one nothing two to one and they show fight. It doesn't matter that they're going down. Nor- Norwich also is the type of club that isn't concerned over- necessarily with going down. They're okay being yo-yo. They'll take the money. They'll be fine. They'll yep. they'll keep on rolling. That's what they do. Yeah, you know. I I, I would tend to agree <clears throat> with that. I would tend to agree with that. You said United and Brentford was the one that was postponed. Yes. I wonder is it Brentford Tomorrow. that has all the COVID cases? <clears throat> I don't. Because I haven't heard anything about United's players. I wonder if that seems odd to me. And um, who had Brentford on Friday? Watford. Watford did. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that's why see. Ivan Tony wasn't in the squad. Uh, Ivan Tony was not in the squad because he had COVID. It, he's, it's the vid. It was the vid. Damn. It's Man United. <clears throat> wow. Interesting. Huh. Well, speaking of licking doorknobs, Harry Maguire. That's, that's the first name that comes to the list, right? Yeah, pretty in fact, much. In fact, if somebody could find, you know, you know the the viral video of the dude licking the ring door camera. Yeah, if somebody could do that and just put Harry Maguire's face head on, on it, it, yeah, that'd be, be brilliant. Bloody <laughs> Taylor, there's your challenge. Um, 
Uh, Burnley. Well, um, Burnley. Another week <laughs> where Nick Pope gets a man of the match. <laughs> it's another one of those situations, and that basically just sums it up. I mean, that's West Ham got Burnley. Yeah, that was it. This is why Burnley's name is a verb. <laughs> is for this exact performance. This is what they do. They make it tough. They just. It was the only action was all involved around set pieces for the most part yep. because Matez Vidra had a good chance to put one away and didn't, which was annoying because West Ham just couldn't penetrate their defense. They just were like, nope, nope, we're giving you no nothing, nothing to work with. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us on a corner kick. Oh, and by the way, we're going to head everything away. <laughs> like it just, it's just much. a slow, methodical, ugly match. But all that being said, West Ham, you're battling for that fourth spot, right? This yep. is the one you got to find a way to win. You got to find a way to get. Yeah, three but how can you one. when both teams combined manages four shots on target? Right. Well, because that's, that's how ugly Burnley makes shit. Right. But you got to figure out a way because there's plenty of teams. Because let's look at where Burnley is in the table. Right. You got to figure out a way to fucking beat them. You got to figure out how to do it. You have to. Yeah, especially if you're going to end up being in a European place. So this do, is the type of shit that you need to worry about. So do Spurs just like to copycat you? Is that what it is? You lick door handles, they lick door handles. You well, get the we, vid, they get the vid. We don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, uh, t- uh, t- two separate c- or circumstances would say, Why, yes, yes, you do. <laughs> uh, so I, I would like to just point out just a word of advice that I know doorknobs look tasty, but you mm-hmm. really shouldn't put your mouth on them. No, you shouldn't. Not uh, it's all. not good before the pandemic. <laughs> it's definitely not good now. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know what? Sage-like advice from, from one Mr. <laughs> Sam Graham with the coiffed hair. <laughs> Running out the rest of the league, and oh, so that happened. Brentford 2, Watford 1, Leicester 4, Newcastle 0, Crystal Palace 3, Everton 1. Three big points for the Bees, man. This, this that's one of those ones you gotta you like you want to stay up. This is how you stay up. Yeah, big this time. is the person you gotta beat. Uh, and they they controlled the game really really well. Brentford oh, yeah. did. Uh, both keepers did play well though for the most part. Emmanuel Dennis with another fantastic another goal. fucking goal. Jesus. I think he's fucking like second in the charts right now behind Mosala. Yeah, and your and your dumbass picked him on your bad team in uh in the DU I fantasy know. too. I gotta trade him out. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> I think I did trade him out finally. You dropped him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, finally yeah. just dropped him. But I, I, f- I forgot again to get rid of Tarkovsky last weekend. And I finally I finally did on Sunday. Yeah, I still lost the game, though, thank goodness. <clears throat> yeah. But, um... Uh, what are you doing getting perfectly good six points? You need to do shittier than that. So I chose somebody that's out, expected to be out until the middle of January, so I don't have to think about it for a while. Excellent. So uh, Mr. Graham, for those of you who don't know, he man- he's the admin for our Division Two. We have two divisions for fantasy uh, football. And for his admin team, he has vowed that he would not win a single game. He would automatically be 16th place. He's just there to make sure that the X's and O's all get covered and all that good stuff. So he actively tries to make a team, put a team on the pitch that will score a zero, which he has done. They have to play me. Right. So I want to make it fair for everybody. Right. Everybody loses to you. Because there are... I mean, pro- everybody beats you. I right. Because there are promotion and relegation implications. Right. Right. For, for everyone. So I want to be a freebie, basically. <clears throat> and I have done... <laughs> That's what all the boys say. <laughs> Sam Graham, he's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> so I've... T- I'm actively trying to get a negative result, but I have right. on three occasions scored zero. 
Yeah. So I'm the negative. Stu- the negative is the big one. You want to definitely yeah. get like you want to lose, but the pro- forty to negative three. But the problem is, like, I think my opportunity may have gone because Watford and Norwich have both fixed their manager situation, and those players seem to now give a shit. So I don't think the stupid mistakes are going to come because the point is, is I have to choose somebody that I know is going to play, but that team has to lose. And that guy has to get sent off, essentially, uh, for me to get negative points. Or they have to lose, like, 8-0. I was going to say, if you want to get someone who's not playing at all, uh, if some, anybody's dropped Luca Dina, you can go pick him up. He yeah. didn't get any time. <laughs> right, but the problem is, is if they like if they don't play, I can't get a negative. Right. You know? So, I don't know. i got to figure something out. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that there's a 9-0 on the horizon for... For Southampton, so, so I may up a go lot of pick up like players. Benderek. Oh, Benderek! Benderek! Remember, he has done a red card and an own goal in the same match. Right, he scored negative for Rob last yeah, season. Negative six for Rob. I yeah. remember that one specifically. So, it was against me. I loved it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start looking at it very seriously over the festive period here because we're also getting close to the time where if you get a red card, you could be off for Christmas. Yep. And Boxing Day. Yep. People love to do that. Yes. All right. Watford, like we said, now in the hot seat. They have a massive six-pointer now. And despite everything Ranieri's done, end of the day, what the product on the field isn't going to keep you keep you up necessarily. No, but it, it's showing a bit more purpose. And with the way Leeds can't catch a break and the way Southampton <clears throat> is playing and the way Newcastle continues to play, Burnley not being out of it yet, I would actually – probably fancy Watford to stay up mm-hmm. or at least pull a villa and be close. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it'd be just about there and right. narrowly lose out, you know? I think right. Claudio Ranieri gives them the best chance they have to stay up. Oh, God. Gosh, yes, he does. Absolutely. And then Emmanuel Dennis fucks off to a top 16. Yeah, and then Ishmael Sar fucks off to a top 16. Mm-hmm. That's definitely coming as well. Speaking of soft penalties, the one called for, uh, on, for Ryan Madsen... On Lascelles in the uh, first half of the yeah. uh, Newcastle Foxes game, he was jumping before he got hit. Yeah. Like, yet yeah, yes, there was contact, but he was jumping in the air when he made contact. Like, really? Right. Did, did that, now, now, fortunately, that penalty meant fuck all because in the at halftime. Um, I assume Brendan Rodgers took out his veneers and beat his players with his teeth so that then they started playing really fucking well in the second. They blew up in the second half, and Newcastle folded, completely folded in the second half. Absolutely. They fell completely apart. Um, I don't know what Eddie Howe does to fix that, but they don't look to have a real leader on the field. Somebody that we've talked about in the past, with Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira, if you, they, you were more scared of them than you were of the manager, right? And if you fucked up, they would grab you by the scruff of the neck and fucking get you into get you on side, right? And I just don't see that from the Newcastle players. Doesn't exist. That that player's not there. No, it's 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 really weird. It's really weird. Um, Daka, second goal in the Premier League. Yep. Um, looked like a FIFA. Easiest goal ever. Yeah. It looked like FIFA beating the offside trap if you were playing on PlayStation. Um, I think, like, Leicester and Leeds 
are the two clubs that just go fuck it balls to the wall <clears throat> whatever happens happens yep just gonna go for it Lester gets her ass kicked some weeks and looks like absolute trash then they drop Jamie Vardy and win 4-0 oh yeah like it's just weird and Leeds balls to the wall all the time they don't change the way they play for anybody and it, this season it's not coming off last season it came off a lot uh, so I, I don't it's just it just both seem like ah fuck it <laughs> You now, know, like right before, it's like the new YOLO, you know? Ah, fuck it. Right yeah. before you make a bad decision. Nah, let's ah, let's see what happens. Ah, let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, Palace fucking dominated. Yes, they did. Yeah. There, it, it wasn't even up for debate. Yeah, I mean, all looked very bad. Yeah. It's really chippy. Um, it was interesting that the, um, the ref, this was the match that the ref decided to have a talk with everybody. Mm-hmm. And never really hand out yellow cards till towards the end, and you saw what happens when you just have a talk. It gets worse mm-hmm. and worse and worse, and it was Everton players having a go at Zaha, and then uh, Palace players having a go at Everton players. I, it was just, it was not pretty. Like there no. were so many scuffles and stuff, and the ref in his attempt to make it, you know. I'll have talks with them and keep it under control. Completely lost, lost control, control of this yeah. match. Damari Gray's error. Oh, such a oh, terrible. What made was it he didn't care? Or was it how shocked he was at his own poorness in that moment? That gonna, made him stop and just stare at what was happening instead of trying to hustle back. Because he stopped for a good two seconds. Yeah. The Newcastle, think, or Newcastle, think, the uh, the Palace. Palace, the Palace player had already received that ball, I think, I turned think it was and shock. began running before he even. I, I think like, it was shock for him. I think it was just position. like fuck. What did I just do? <laughs> was what? Bad. What did I just do? <laughs> fucking stupid. I mean, it's it's no weighted pass by Tavares to fucking uh, Mo Salah. <laughs> right. I mean, to Diego Jota, but it was pretty fucking bad. It was horrible. Oh my god, it was terrible. Uh, Connor Gallagher with a fucking brace. He got that Wor- first that one, first and, one that, yeah. and, and then, then the, the third one. Oh. Dirty. Also, also a fucking monster Dirty. gaff. Um, Seamus Coleman in his frustration yep. to try to hurry up and get rid of the ball. By the way, that instance, guy right in front of the ball lunged for the ball. Didn't Did you him. see a yellow card? Didn't hit him. Yeah, but like you know, it didn't uh, hit him though. That's uh, the difference. Yeah. So he just that was I, just Seamus Coleman wasting possession. Yo, it was horrible. Yeah. Horrible because he's just trying. He's you gotta just, hit him. Right. That's the key. But I get, I get what <laughs> Coleman's trying to do. He's just trying to get the ball up the field trying because yeah. it's just it's down near the end of the game you're you're frustrated you're trying you know it's again it it shouldn't be the 33 year old man at the, on the field at the well, end of his, his career experience. trying yeah exactly tr- trying his best to will his team to do something you know Richarlison goes down with a fucking injury and gets taken out and people are like a lot of people were losing their mind like why are you subbing in Rondon for Richarlison because Richarlison can't fucking walk like he's got a bad right. calf yeah but but in all of that I, I ask you the following question. If he gets all the fucking credit for the win with Arsenal, is this match Rafa's fault? The way he man-managed, the way he set things up, the lack of intensity? Um, I don't... It's hard because it was such... The first goal was such a glaring individual error. You can't account for that as a coach. The third goal was such a glaring individual error and then a spectacular shot that I don't think you can really 
account for that as a coach. But the overall, and I if, mean, the, if those two were taken out of it, you won two to one. The Billy uh, was not Billy Gilmore. No, we tie one to one because we only scored one goal. Oh yeah, yeah. well no, the finish for um, uh, Bill. What's his name? The young kid, Gordon. Yeah, right. Oh, that he should have made should have yeah. should have crossed the ball yeah. to someone. But um, fantastic run, great play down the field, and then Bubkiss at the end of it. And two follow ups missed. I got to do my Malort real quick, and then I have some thoughts. <sighs> Graham, all right. I hate that I have to do this. I shouldn't have to do this. But yet again, more fucking documents. More fucking documents. I have to bring these up and I have to lose hours of sleep reading these documents to let everybody know the real truth about what is going on. These things have to be brought to light, Sam. And it's very simple. It's the big six cabal in bed with the Chicom Premier League led by the Clintons, Bill Gates. They need to be brought to justice. I can't stop bringing these up because I can't be silenced. I won't be fucking silenced. Last week, had a, everybody had a great laugh. Oh, look at Big Sam making up nonsense, doing a funny bit, him and Everton versus the world. Lead supporters, are you laughing now? Wolves supporters, are you laughing now? Norwich supporters, are you laughing now? <laughs> He's really committing to going down the barrel there. Love it. Hey, producer Mel. Yes, baby. How about Villa supporters? Are you laughing now? No, it's not funny anymore. When is everybody going to realize the big six with Dr. Fauci and Big Pharma are forcing inoculations? Boosters filled with VAR microchips following your every move. Stockley Park using video assistant referee in your everyday life seeing everything you do wrong you mel jaywalked on thursday i saw it you know what they did they used it against you forced inoculation var checks this is what's happening penalties to the big six cabal in crucial points and crucial matches subjecting the true patriots to mid-table mediocrity I hate I have to tell you all of you this. I really do. But seriously, we can't do this alone, people. The fight for freedom, it starts with you. You have to go to the DU Drip Shack. There it is. Support the club. Support <laughs> us. Support freedom. You need to silence the fake news like Graham over there. Like fucking Graham over there. Fake news media, Graham. You've been mid-table since the 80s. The battle won't be won through thoughts and prayers. It must be funded. Or else, the globalist, Graham, they win. They win. That's right. Super League globalists are involved, too. La Liga, teams falling apart. Teams with hangovers now in Champions League spots. Super League, Super League pack. 
all together, doing things with fake balls, messing up Champions League. Whole other thing, crisis actors, Jamie Vardy, fucking plant, fucking, ah, it's terrible. I have to tell you, man, seriously. They use crisis actors and Jamie Vardy is part of a whole worldwide conspiracy. Lester never won the title. Lester never won the title. It was it was fake. It was fake. It was all a lie. But that's why I'm here to give you honest news and honest truth. It's my burden. My burden. I will continue to lose sleep reading all of these documents. All of these documents. Now a word from our sponsor and fellow patriot, Mike Lindell. Sure money. It uh, is from one of us. <laughs> All right, this is Sure Money. This is where we make our picks, well, my picks, uh, that are guaranteed to win you some change. Um, so you should just follow my uh, worldly advice uh, because I am uh, a globalist that sees into the future and has compassion and love for other people. False flag people. False flag. <laughs> this is the point of the show where you should press one for English. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Sammy, how'd you get on? Uh, lost, because your team couldn't manage to get one more fucking goal, despite being offsides, <laughs> hitting the post fucking twice, and uh, Ramsdale making a throwaway save right at the end of the match that he could have easily just watched go over his head into the net, and I would have fucking hit. So That's a shame. You could have managed to hit one less post, is what I wrote for uh, for that. So, fuck all of you for not helping me out. Um <laughs> And also, my real betting went to shit this weekend, too. So, I'm now down $1,045. And, again, just betting and I probably shouldn't go together. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 11.64706% of the time. It works 100% of the time. Has it ever been that low? No, it has not been that low. I'm going to go ahead and take a parlay on the lead city match. I'm going to take City to win, Silva to score, and over two and a half goals at plus $200. Okay. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I think they will win. I think Silva will score, and I think it'll probably be two to one, three to nothing, something like that. So, All right. That's go. actually pretty sensible, to be yeah. honest. I, well, but, but we saw what sensible has done for me so Until far this Pep season. Until Pep Guardiola rotates and Bernardo Silva gets a break. <laughs> oh, I'll be so bitter. I will be so bitter. <laughs> Oh, that'd be brilliant. All right. Well, uh, one can only hope. Man can only do so much. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Pat, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, how's it going? How's, how was y'all's weekend? I made some money. Uh, oh, I, nice. I went to the casino, put Real down $30 in bets, <laughs> and promptly lost all 30 of it. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, did you, I'm still, did I'm you still avoiding on? that place. Oh, you're avoiding live? You haven't gone into a bookie bet yet? No, I hear it's crazy. How packed was it? Not that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. And I went Friday at 9 p.m. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it, wasn't, okay. it wasn't terrible. They didn't do a great job. I saw an uh, article about MGM opening. I don't think live did a great job of putting it out there that they were also open. Yeah. Oh, really? I was there. I think I've seen a couple of commercials, but yeah. Okay. So I was there Saturday at noon. They had tables and uh, um, chairs, like individual. They had like you know the nice the recliners, recliner, recliner kinda, yeah. thing. 
plenty of plenty of seats available. Now it was before, obviously. I mean, let's face it; it was only Army Navy, so there wasn't a big mm-hmm. college football weekend. Um, yeah, and it wasn't an NFL Sunday, so I imagine an NFL Sunday. It's fucking it's mayhem yeah, in there, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was. I mean, because I was talking to a bunch of guys at work, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go up there Sunday at one." I'm like, "Yeah, good luck with that." Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> Yeah, You're going to be standing in line when people are trying to figure out how to work the machines just to get their bets in. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I, I went up Friday. I uh, placed three bets for a total of $35. I then proceeded to play six hands of blackjack. One, I uh, walked <laughs> in with 120 walked out with 154 and three potential bets. Two of those have hit so far, and one more is still active for Thursday. So I had a great, oh, nice. week. I had a great weekend. Pat, Pat, ask him what his active bet is. What's your active bet? <laughs> uh, some terrible Latvian dart player is playing an Irish guy who's ranked 52nd in the world, and they have their first match against each other in the PDC World Championships on Thursday. And the Irish guy has lost seven in a row and only won once in his last 12, so he's definitely due one. And the Latvian guy's not ranked, and he's lost 14 straight. Um, Pat, okay. Pat, have you ever been <laughs> down so low that you have bet professional darts? I didn't even understand half of what he just said. Yeah, I, uh, so, so we're gonna. I, I guess we're all gonna have to go to the casino together so Sam can teach us the inner workings of betting professional fucking darts. Let me tell you something. Hey, man. Hey, you stick with what you know, though. You know what I mean. I'm only down seven dollars in our betting here on the show, mm-hmm. and as of right now, in soccer betting in real life, I'm up seventy nine dollars and seventy five cents. And you all haven't done shit. Okay? So, Pat, what do you have for us this week? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm back to even on, Damn on the it. show. Fuck. I really <laughs> wanted to be on top. Yes! And I owe you a you. dollar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm up a dollar. There you go. I'm not even. I'm, I'm in, the, in the black. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I say for the midweek games, I'm just going to do um, a three-game parlay. I'm going to pick a game each day. So the first one, I'm going to take uh, Leeds plus two and a half goals against Manchester City at minus 135. Leeds has only lost three, or has only lost by three or more goals two times this year, and that, that was both coming at the beginning of the season. Kind of like that one. Um, for Wednesday, I like Arsenal minus a half a goal at plus 115. Uh, Arsenal has only lost twice at home this year, and um, that was last time was in the middle of October. Uh, finally, Thursday, I'm going to take Liverpool at minus two and a half goals over Newcastle at minus 110. Um, I don't really have anything other than just the feeling Liverpool is going to per- put a hurting on Newcastle at home. Newcastle so sucks on, right now. Somebody yeah. hurt real bad. Yeah, and so uh, on a fifty dollar bet, that pays three hundred and five dollars. You're only betting so fifty. Hopefully, on this I'll one, be huh? up three hundred and six dollars. <laughs> all right, there you go. Yeah. Pat, we're uh, going to get yeah. you in, in the studio or we all go to the casino together where Sam will have to hand you a dollar bill that we will make sure we take a picture of for everyone to know. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put, I'll put, I'll put the dollar on like a 15-game teaser or something like that. You know, $1 to win $1 million or something. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you were to hit a bet like that, um, Pat, you need to buy me a beer, okay? Uh, I got you covered. I can cool. see him walking back up and handing me one crisp dollar bill again. Goes, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks, thanks for loading That's me hilarious. this dollar. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and then keeping the nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, Dick. 
All right, buddy. Thank you very much, my friend. We will speak All on right. Thursday. All right. Sounds good. Talk right, to you bro. later. Yep. Bye. I'll take it. Yeah. From me. Seven bucks down. That's pretty fucking good, right? Yeah. So I've got another three-way parlay. I'd kill to be seven bucks down right now. In my fucking comfort box again. Uh, I've got Villa over Norwich, City over Leeds, and Palace over Southampton. And they decided to give me, with all of those favorites, a whopping 461. Nice. Smackaroos on a hundred dollar bet. I not could not turn that down, to be honest. So that would put me up four hundred and fifty four dollars once I hit it. Mm, and I'll let you know about that on Thursday. You know what? This this time it was actually a really good segment. I think so. And uh, I think we're settling in nicely. I I I suck at betting, but at least there's someone who could bet better than me. A fucking chicken. <laughs> Well, Kitty missed with West Ham drawing and is back at 500 at 7 and 7. So this week, I gave Kitty Aston Villa traveling to face Notch. Notch. And their old manager, Dean Smith. Whatever you want it to be. Notch. I like it better. Uh, Now, Kitty quickly pulled up a video of Ozzy Osbourne and Tony Lomi. No. Lami. That, no, that's a that's a capital I. Is Tony Lama. Tozy Iomi? Iomi. Iomi. He's rock and roll royalty for fuck's sake. You should know how to pronounce the lead guitarist of fucking Black Sabbath's fucking name. I went into hair battle. So <laughs> I'm also glad you said who he played for. There's there's a lot there's there's a lot of heavy metal people that are very mad that you just called him a hair metal. Hair metal. So Kitty quickly pull up a video of Ozzy Osbourne and Tony jamming together at Ozzy's estate. Well, Kitty loves her some metal, and Ozzy fortunately doesn't fancy chopping off chickens' heads. And the former bandmates love them so claret and blue. So Kitty is picking Villa to be- beat Notch. There you go. They're Notch. both uh, Burmy boys. Are they Villa supporters? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, they're all, it's, they're all, the whole band from Birmingham. Oh, cool. No, I know they're all from Birmingham, but there's three teams in Birmingham, remember? Uh-huh. I guess Kitty's tired of hanging out with uh, future King Prince William and Tom Hanks. She's used a f- bunch of photos of them, so we. I heard. To, I heard Tom Hanks to, tried to paint uh, Wilson's face on her side. We need. To, we need to find videos instead of pictures <laughs> and have different things because there's a bit to write. <laughs> We've been doing this bit for a while now. <laughs> Do you know what's never different? What's never different? The warning to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner. I'm falling. And I can't get up. Oh, no. Luckily, there was nothing midweek last week. So there's only a little bit to cover. Uh, Blackburn took care of Bournemouth easily, 2-0. Huddersfield and Coventry uh, tied 1-1. Darby beat Blackpool 1-0. Luton and Fulham uh, tied at 1-1. And West Brom beat Reading 1-0. So that leaves the league looking like Fulham on top by two points. Everybody looks like they're on 22 games except QPR uh, that are in the playoff (laughs) positions or above. You got Fulham, like I said, on 45 points, Bournemouth on 43, West Brom on 40. So it's starting to tighten back up a little bit. Yeah. Um, Which inevitably always happens in the championship because it's a long old fucking slog. Such a fucking marathon. The Premier League is what we just finished, the 15th 
week, yeah. right? They've already played 22 yeah. games yeah. in the championship. Yeah. yeah. It's insane, right? Um, and, it just and they'll never, play the same never, work. They'll, it never stops. And they'll play the same workload that the Premier League's playing right now. So it's not like the Premier League's going to catch up on them. No. They're going to be like, oh, Premier League's at 25 games. You're like, yeah, they're at 35. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no shit. It's horrible. Um, Blackburn, uh, QPR, Stoke round out your playoff places uh, after West Brom there. Uh, so you're at 39 points for Blackburn, 35 for QPR, 35 for Stoke. Uh, then you have Coventry still in the mix at 34, and Nottingham Forest actually um, come uh, coming up the table. They're on 31 points. So come on, Knots and Coventry. Knock out Stoke and uh, yeah. QPR. We're done with them. We want so, some fresh blood. So they're in with a shout. Um, and Darby, just a quick mensch, they are five uh, wins, ten draws, seven losses, for a total of four points. Yep. Wayne Rooney has got his work cut out for him, but he's doing it very, very well under the circumstances. I don't necessarily fancy them to get out of it um, because Reading, who are in 21st, are on 21 points, uh, and Darby's only on four, but he's given it a good fucking go to not get relegated. And there are still um, like 20-odd games left. <laughs> He's, so set, he's setting up his next job perfectly. <laughs> he's setting up his next job perfectly. He'll he'll get a job. He'll get a promotion. Darby will go down, and he'll get a new job. Yeah, Manchester United. <laughs> and then Liverpool will go play uh, hire Steven Gerrard. Only a matter of time. And Chelsea will hire back Frank Lampard. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. They'll hire John Terry. <laughs> Heard. Psych. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Uh, yeah, real quick. On... Um, Injury time, which I'm about to plug uh, on our Patreon show, uh, patreon.com backslash do football show. We cover, we have some special affinities with teams outside of the Premier League. Uh, one of those teams being Real Betis. Mm -hmm. um, and they did something pretty cool. So instead of calling out to cunt, I'd like to uh, praise somebody not being a cunt. Excellent. And it is the entire Real Betis community. Apparently, it is an annual tradition that they, at halftime of a game prior to Christmas, will throw. Um, uh, from the stands, just lob uh, stuffed animals onto the pitch awesome. during halftime. The club collects all those, and they make sure that kids in the local area that maybe don't have so much, um, disadvantaged, sick, whatever, children, uh, that no child goes without at least one Christmas gift. And Aww. this has been a tradition for years and years and years, apparently. Just saw it this week for the first time. And the amount, I mean, the video is insane. The amount of stuffed animals being hurled from the stands onto the pitch is absolutely brilliant. Beautiful. Yeah, very, 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 very cool. cool. Yep. Yeah, there's so, a reason why they're uh, a kindred spirit team to us. It's not just being hungover. Right, exactly. Although it is something that we as, you know, drunkards do. Yeah, yeah, you know, we do. we're still nice people, but we're hungover doing it. Eh, are we? Really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, nah, I just wanted to call out that. It's pretty, pretty fucking cool. So. Excellent. Yeah. Good on them. Wonderful. Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Next up is injury time. Sam's already plugged how you can find it on Patreon. We're going to uh, go ahead and preview the weekend's action. We're talking about the beers that we've been drinking. And we're also going to uh, check in on those uh, adopted clubs of ours. Aki, uh, Ibs, and uh, Batiste as well. So, until next week, everybody. I love that we have like a, a, like a League One stalwart, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Just good old classic club. A team known for their being in an area that deals with a lot of heroin. Mm -hmm. And then another team who's 
players miss games because they're hungover. And it just kind of fits fits our style. Yeah. Fits our style. Sweet. Absolutely. Fucking so, brilliant. Until next week, everybody. Well, until Friday, everybody. Yeah, right? Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right day, yay, the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow of a lord. Straight and short, Sam Grammy.